episode 24 of the 20 Minutes of Filler podcast, The Prolific Frenchman. What's up, dude? Uh, you know, recording podcasts with you. Awesome. Good times. <laughs> and I'm Jason Gatarski. I'm Andy Lennox. And we like to talk about great little games. Yeah, and I'm getting really, really excited. About what? About Gen Con. Gen Con! It's coming up. I can't wait. Dude, that's going to be sweet. Yes. Gen Con is a huge experience. So I love Origins. It's my favorite one. We talked about this in our convention preview a little bit. Um, Gen Con is like uh, four times as big as Origins. About 50,000 people are expected to come. It's in Indianapolis, Indiana. They call it the best five days of gaming. And I would have to agree. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. There's a lot going on. If you like spectacle. Is it and five now? I think so, isn't I it? I think that might be the joke because everybody gets there like really early Wednesday before the con starts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't does, know. Like on like gaming off site. That's awesome. Yeah, um, it is uh, a great convention, and there's a lot going on. Um, and this is kind of where a lot of U.S. publishers, well, uh, yeah, a lot of the U.S. publishers really save their big new releases for. There's yeah. going to be some surprises there. There's going to be lots of new games coming out. Um, and lots of opportunities to, to just do some different things. They have a lot of really kind of quirky events. They have a, a cosplay parade through the through the hall oh, or all the people who, who dress up um, for fun. Um, and they just show off their sweet costumes. So if you're into that kind of thing, I mean, that's the place to go. What's the dungeon thing? Oh, True Dungeon. True Dungeon. Which is like a, a real-time... Haunted house role situation. Game. Yeah. <laughs> Living live-action haunted house role-playing situation where you get these special actions and stuff. And, like, there's this whole booth where you can go and buy action tokens and stuff with yeah. real money so you can have a better game experience. I did it last year. I don't know if I'm going to do it again this year just because of the cost, but it's... It's interesting. It's a cool experience, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's a big. You should, everyone should do it once. Yeah, yeah, it, but it does cost some money, and I hear like it's best when you go with a group of friends. Yeah, right. Like, definitely people you know you can have fun with, so you don't make people mad who spent like a hundred bucks or whatever to do, to do yeah. this thing. I can't remember how to cast my cleric spells because I don't really care, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're all mad at you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Totally. Heal me. Uh, so so there's that kind of stuff. There's some big events. Um, there's some panel discussions and uh, live podcast recordings. Our friends, uh, the Building the Game, are going to be recording a live podcast where you can help them pitch a pitch a game live for the show. Um, the Dice Tower Network will have uh, a booth there, and there'll be some different people. Like Geek All Stars are going to be doing a live recording. The Dice Tower is going to be doing a live recording. So we're lots gonna, of cool... we're going to record something there. Yeah, we'll rec- we'll do some recording. Yeah, in, yeah. G- in general. Maybe yeah. some more interviews. Maybe uh, get our friends together and talk about cool fillers. Maybe a live play of some hot new fillers or yeah. something. Why don't you tell us what you kind of things you want us to do at Gen Con? What do you want us to record? Like Andy taking a dump that'll cost <laughs> fifty bucks. <laughs> I'll sneak in there. I'll do that. That's going up on the dark net. <laughs> it's really weird stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let us know on Twitter like what you want to see. We 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 love you guys listening to this show. We want to. We want to help uh, make this show something that you enjoy. So, What we're going to do, here's what we're going to do. What are we going to do? We're going to scour the sales floor for those tiny, tiny little cheapo games that nobody is talking about. We're going to buy them all up. And then for the next year, we're going to make people buy them. <laughs> and then they're going to hate us. Right? We're just going to keep talking about them. And be like, oh, another game I have to buy that I missed at Gen Con after I already spent $500 on so games. So when you, when you listen to this podcast, I recommend that you open up Amazon.com. and just get that one click button going and buy everything we talk about yeah that's that's a good plan i mean 
It's it's solid. It's yeah. solid. Um, there's gonna be lots of friends there, um, and I'll be hanging out with my Green Couch Games T-shirt on over in Hall E, the board gaming hall. Yeah. What are your plans? What are your plans for Gen Con? I'm gonna be there just from uh, from Friday until Sunday. Okay. So just the three the, over the weekend, um, and I'm gonna be hanging out demo and Fidelitas to anybody who wants to play the Kickstarters going and excited about all the backers who have been supporting us. And I just really want to um, get out there and share the game with more people mm-hmm. and interact with some of the people who've already backed the game. Um, but then I'm also uh, gonna be playing some new games and and hanging out with uh, some of the unpub crew that will be wandering around testing new games. And I'll be looking for some good cheap fillers. Yeah, but is there anything specific you're really looking forward to? Any games that you that you really want to play? Uh, I pre-ordered Imperial Settlers. This is one from Portal Games. Uh, it's like a card civilization building game. There's a little bit of drafting, but every player has their own like civilization deck that nobody else can draft from. Just they get those cards. Uh, it looks really fun. Um, so I'm, I already know I'm picking that up. Um. Other plans, I'm going to get there really early on Wednesday mm. and do some gaming and hanging out and partying. So that's going to be fun. Uh, I entered a Dice Masters tournament. Ooh, so fancy. That's going to be fun. That's on Thursday at like 10.30, I think. So if you want to join me in that, that'd be super fun. Um, and other than that, I don't have tons of plans. I was going to just sort of wing it like I usually do. I, I kind of show up and wander and then text everybody that I'm there with to be like, "Hey, I found a cool thing. Let's yeah, do it." What are we doing? What are we doing? Um, so I find it I find it's a less stressful kind of thing to just show up and not have a ton of plans. I also need to get a copy of Fidelitas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if any anybody sees me and wants to play it, I will gladly like demo it to people, and I might help you in the demo center. Awesome, thank you, man. That's uh, that's a good friend right there. You know, he's not even <laughs> he's not even getting paid. He's not even getting a T-shirt. No. <laughs> I've, Maybe down the road you get a t-shirt. I'll get a t-shirt. <laughs> Green couch. Um, um, what else am I doing? Uh, there. Oh, we're. I've I've been challenged. Ooh yeah. I've been challenged online apparently. That's right. So I was on the Building the Game podcast, and I'll let, let I'll let you on a little secret. I am terrible at pitching games on the spot. <laughs> so Ben Pinchback was making fun of me about it. Our friend and designer of uh, Fleet and Exit Empires. Yes, so we are going to have a game pitch showdown at some point in time. Hosted by Building the Game. Hosted by Building the Game podcast, so we'll get more details over there. And the judges, when you hear who the judges of this are, yeah. are you ready? Yes. Chris Kopak. Oh, man. Is it Chris Kopak? Oh, man. Is that right? Rough. No. It's, Is he? No, that's not right. Matt Riddle. Okay. I think I think I can win him over, Okay, because he'll just want to like bash on Ben. Myself. All right, that's good because I know you'll side with me. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll balance out uh, Matt siding with Ben, right? Yeah. Um, and the Stephanie Straw. Oh, see, that's the wild card. A little neutral ground. There. <laughs> wild, wild card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not Chris Kopech. I'm sorry. I was thinking of bald men, and I thought of Chris and, and Matt. But anyway, that's okay. Um, so that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna watch these guys uh, uh, make up some games on the spot. Like- asses of ourselves while we're uh, like doing crazy things like I don't know um, covering them with whipped cream spoilers <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know I just made that up I'm just thinking of stuff to make it so, interesting so you're taking videos of me taking a dump and covering me in whipped cream totally I didn't, I'm, not, I'm not videos of you taking a dump dude I'm not, I don't want to see that I just want to get the audio 
So what? So what's the what's the domain name I should buy for this new venture of yours? I don't. I would like to hear suggestions from the audience. That sounds like a bad idea. Yeah, this is slowly slipping into non-family friendly territory. We'll rate it back, and we'll talk about something a little bit uh, different. We'll talk about uh, a couple new games that you're going to be able to get at Gen Con from a very prolific designer who will be hanging around at Gen Con, which is always exciting because he's coming from France. And um, he is one of the top dogs when it comes to game design. He's one of the names in the business. And his name is Bruno Cathala. So Bruno uh, Cathala is responsible for some some really great, well-known games. Uh, Some of the most uh, popular ones would maybe be the the Mr. Jack series. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's Mr. Jack in New York and uh, Mr. Jack in London. Uh, there is Cyclades. Cyclades, which is the big Euro game. He works some with with co designers quite a bit. He's done some stuff with uh, who did he do stuff with? Uh, Antoine Bauza. Yeah. Isn't he responsible for the Little Prince? Yes. And also, which is a fantastic game we're gonna have on the show at one point, which we didn't. We didn't talk about that game. We haven't talked about that yet. That doesn't make so, any no, sense. So good. We both own that game. I know, and it's good. It's very rare when you and a friend that you play games with both need to own a game, and I we both own that. Own totally, game. totally. He did SOX. SOS Titanic with uh, Ludo Montblanc. I don't know how to say that exactly. <laughs> Ludovic Montblanc. Some, I don't know. Another well-known dude who I can't pronounce the name of. Yep. Uh, but that's a great, like, uh, it feels like you're playing solitaire, but it's really co-op or it's a solitaire game where you're trying to stop the Titanic from sinking. By, or you're not, you can't stop the Titanic from sinking. <laughs> that's, that would be a feat for Superman. But um, you're trying to save people. And it's yes. it's really fun game. I like it a lot. If you like standard solitaire with some special actions and twists, it's good. That sounds like it could be a bummer of a game. It well, it's not because you feel excited that you have made a difference in the lives of those who you have saved. Ah, okay. But there are the times you save five and like forty go down with the ship. <laughs> See, so it's bummer. a bummer. <laughs> yeah, but it's really cute artwork. So at least they die happy and pretty. Okay, <laughs> you know that's um, how so, I want to go. So Bruno Cathala <laughs> has some cool games coming out. And the cool games that he has coming out are from uh, kind of a, a company that I wouldn't necessarily expect. And that company is Blue Orange Games. And we've talked a little bit about Blue Orange Games because we interviewed them on the Origins Recap. Um, and um, we talked about Brave Rats from Seiji Kanai. And they're kind of making this transition, adding games to their lineup. Because they, they prim- primarily put out these beautiful, high-quality component, fun-themed kid games. Mm-hmm. right? And what they're doing now is they're, they're kind of taking a step towards strategy games and games that can be played with the whole family. So as these kids grow up, yeah. they have something to play with their parents. Very small or, stuff. Yeah. Uh, but they've released, you know, at least three new games that fit in this this year. So, so the first one being Brave Rats that came out uh, around Origins time. But the two that they're introducing at um, Gen Con are both by Bruno Cathala. And one of them is called Naya. And one of them is called Longhorn. So we're gonna we've 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 got some advanced copies of these thanks to Blue Orange Games, and we took a look at them, and they're both two player kind of um, abstract strategy type games, but they have some really cool stuff going on. And these are the kind of games. Well, we'll get to the recommendations in a minute, but these just spoiler that these kind of games you can throw in your bag and take anywhere to play um, if you have a few minutes. Yeah, because they're on this show. So. They're on this show, right? <laughs> but I mean, like, you can play them anywhere with anybody, I yes, think. Yes, exactly. They're, they're very simple, elegant games, and um, and they have this high-quality production that Blue Orange is known for. So let's talk about uh, uh, Naya first. Or Nia, I apologize if I don't know the name of the game. So it's N-I-Y-A. It has this kind of Japanese uh, garden theme. Yeah, Naya is a game of tiles and... 
What are these called? Uh, they're like, they're character they're chips. discs. Character Listen chips. to that. Listen to the clinking. Clink, clink, clink. I don't know if you hear that, but they're these really thick plastic. You can just hear the quality. With each different characters, there's the black team and there's the red team. And essentially, these are competing clans that are competing for theme, 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 yeah. blah, 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 unnecessary. Right? So the, yes, <laughs> but, but it makes a good backstory for this beautiful artwork. It so does. there's each tile has two elements on it. There's That's right. either a bird, a flower, some clouds, cherry tree, or what's this? A pine pine tree. Pine tree. But it doesn't look like a pine tree in the it sense looks like that a we cactus would think, to me. But yeah, but. they're just like like there's essentially this is what I would say. There's branches, stars, leaves, and flowers. Yes. Right. So that's what's pictured on these tiles. So on your turn, you take one of your big chunky chips and you place them on one of the um, one of the tiles. And if you're going first, you have to go on the outside, and then. The next player has to place one of their chips on a tile that shares some element with the tile. Yeah, one of the two on. elements. That so are if I pl- so for example, if I place on a bird and a flower tile, they have to place on either a bird or a flower somewhere else on the board. Right, and the goal of the game is to get four in a row. So a simple classic win condition: um, you're trying to get four in a row, either orthogonally or diagonally, or you're trying to get four in a square. Yes, right, and. Um, yeah, we, we didn't mention some of the other elements. There's the birds, there's the rising sun, there's uh, scrolls and rain clouds. So there's yes. eight elements, two per tile, in a four-by-four four grid. Yep, and then there's the other way to win is to make it so your opponent cannot legally place anything. So if I place it on the pine tree in the sun and there's no pine trees or suns anywhere else on the board, then I win. Uh, this is a super simple game to bust out and play with anybody at any time. Like I would really... I, first of all, I just like this game because it's like sort of a mild twist on like Checkers or Connect Four. Yep. That really is like thematically and artwork. Like I like this 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 theme and artwork. Yeah, but adding also, a theme to an abstract game is nice because it just the flavor, the color, it adds beauty to this to this kind of very simple thing that didn't yes. necessarily have to have. And because of the artwork, it's very like it gives the the Zen feel and and it fits the the gameplay a lot because you're very like you're placing on your tile and you're thinking and it's very quiet and like when we were playing a game there was no talking yeah it was very chill like relaxed we're just two we're dudes just hanging out thinking and staring at the board and stroking our beards and having you know it, it has the few it has a similarities to go I think, but it's a lot simpler and quicker to play. Yeah. And this is a game that, like, you get into it, I explained, here's the deal, place it on a tile, collect four, you know, you gotta place it the next one on the tile with one of the two elements, that's the whole game, right? Yeah. And and then, um, we're playing the game, and, and he's like, and Andy says, like, oh, hey, good move, you know, like, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize, I just moved it. <laughs> like, I wasn't, like, there's a depth there, you know, like, yes. that, that you can really figure out. It's uh, simple this, enough to where you can easily look ahead two or three turns. Yeah. And then that's where the strategy comes in, yep. which is why I kind of compare it to Go and chess and like abstract games like that, because it has that feel to it. Um, I really think that this would be a great game for anybody who does, is not familiar with the hobby at all, mm-hmm. because anybody's going to be, you can be, oh, it's just like checkers or connect four. There's just like this one little, there's like one little extra rule you have to explain to them. Definitely. And it's, and anybody could love this game. So, and it's, how much is it's it? It's going to be like $13 retail. 
and I think right. even cheaper at, at Gen Con. Yeah. And it comes in like a postcard postcard size uh, metal tin, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's very small, very portable, S- super high quality for thirteen bucks or, or whatever. You're gonna super get this affordable. amazing like these amazing plastic discs that have great art on them and these yeah. cool uh, cardboard tiles. Really worth uh, worth checking out and, yeah. and taking home. Buy it for Christmas gifts. It'll fit in stockings, you know, like thinking that far ahead, you know. But still, like, it's that kind of game you can give to your family as gifts or just take it camping or whatever. It's, yeah. it's a fun little game that takes small, about five minutes small to play. Table footprint too, like just the tiles. Yeah, can be anywhere, and the the big chunky chips won't f- blow away or anything. So for sure. That's Naya, a strategy game in the Garden of Conspiracy dun, dun, by dun. Bruno Cathala. Yeah, very artwork cool. by Cyril Bouquet. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, so the next one is a little bit different thematically, but it, it is another two-player game, and it's called Longhorn, uh, with art by uh, Vincent Dutrois. Dutrois. I don't know. I don't See, I'm horrible at these French names. I, should, I even took French when I was in ninth grade or whatever <laughs> for ten minutes, but I barely passed. Okay, so this game is a Wild West cattle stealing game where you're an outlaw you're either the chubby one or the handsome (laughs) one I like the chubby one because he's got this amazing mustache and these beady little eyes. Yeah, great art. Again, the 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 production is good. It's a it's a a long box, I think a little bit bigger than like a Citadel's box or a little bit bigger than the Heartland Holland box. It comes with these nine um, tiles, so you set up a three by three grid, uh, and each one starts with a certain number of cattle. And the cattle are these beautiful meeples in four different colors. Cow meeples. Uh, cow meeples. Yeah, they're they're um, they're really cute. So. Each tile has uh, uh, you put a certain number of random cattle on them, and then you have these random action tiles that you mix up and put on the board. Some of them are gold nuggets. Some of them uh, kind of move things around on the board. Some of them cause bad things to happen. But the idea of the game is that it's it's a simple you you steal cattle from the tile that you're on, and of any one color, and then however many you took is how many you have to move this shared kind of moving token that represents the character. Um, So if I take two cattle that are orange, I get to move two spaces. And that's where I'm moving is where your opponent is going to be playing. So your opponent um, then kind of interacts with the tile that you've moved them to. And if the tile um, gets emptied of cattle the special action activates. There's stuff like a golden nugget, or there's um, a sheriff. So if you can manage to move somebody to the sheriff, you automatically win the game uh, if they have to activate that tile. There's the... Um the I don't know what they're all called off the top of my head, but there's the there's a snake. rattlesnake that scares away cattle. There's a brand that lets you take cattle from another space. There's snake oil, which allows you to take another turn. Yeah. Um, so the win condition, there's three win conditions. It's either get somebody busted by the sheriff by having to take that sheriff tile, or make it so... Um, what happens? They, they can't move anymore. Yeah. And if they can't move anymore, there's a scoring mechanism. And if they... Ruining everything here. <laughs> if an outlaw managed is to get nine of one color of the cattle they in front of them, they yeah. win automatically. And there's only nine of each. So that's a really tough win condition. So those are three different win conditions. But with these different kind of randomized cattle and with these randomized uh, special ability tiles, there is a lot of uh, variety and, and kind of replayability. It's a different experience every time. Um, and again, it's, it's kind of a thinky game. But Andy managed to... To um, I don't know. I, I made a mistake 
what you do in these kind of abstract type games sometimes. <laughs> and he was able to just pin me down and, and, and put me in a place where I wouldn't be able to take another move, and he won. Um, what did you think about it? I liked it a lot. Um, it's it's easy to pick up and start playing. The, the, the three different win conditions, I think, adds a lot of replayability because I won one way this time, but I really want to see, like, can I get somebody to get caught by the sheriff? Can I... Tr- like shoot the moon and get all the cattle at the same time um it's a really fun thinky game it's it, again it's one of those ones where you can you it's simple enough to where you can think two or three turns out without breaking your brain and um yeah i recommend it yeah so these are two cool games coming from uh, blue orange games that are going to be appearing at gen con um they both look great they both play good they're both two-player games that are very portable so uh check those out and come find us at gen con and say hello Uh, Thanks a lot for listening uh, to 20 Minutes of Filler. We'll be back soon with more stuff about great little games. You can find me on Twitter at Jason Kotarski. At Andy underscore Lennox. And uh, you can find great podcasts at Dicetowernetwork.com. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.